0: out. All
1: right. You ready to do a show?
0: I suppose. Well,
1: well, there it is. Uh, I got to te- music? No, I just, I feel like I'm just starting to, technology's gonna just, your tree, everything's just gonna <coughs> start, your oh. Christmas tree, everything's gonna just start passing me by. I'm starting to get to that point where I'm, I, t- I think I've said this before on the show, but I'm starting to get tapped out on technology. I'm just, Well, you I don't d- have it in me anymore.
0: But you try to, you do, you try hard to keep up, meaning like uh, like if my mom can get an iPhone and use a computer, and like you know what I mean, if if people of that generation are, are, are learning to use the technology, it, they just you you just adapt it to what you need it for. Like my mom's not editing iMovie on her phone. Yeah, you know? she's not yet. You know, she's not like like uh, you know doing anything elaborate. But like there is some stuff that she's figuring out now that you know makes it easier for her shortcuts and whatever on the phone. And and I think you get that is the longer you use something and the kind of more you... Like, you're already ahead
1: of the game compared to people your age. Okay, first off, (laughs) that's not really where I was going with this because... Holy (laughs) shit. I expect that from my kids. (laughs) But not from you. You know, people like you. People like me. All right, well, go back to sleep. Finish your nap, (laughs) and we'll talk to you. We'll come wake you up in a little bit, and you'll be refreshed for the rest of your day. Take your 1 o'clock nap. (laughs) Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I'm old man Brian Irwin.
0: <laughs> I'm the young whippersnapper, John Huck. Uh, uh, we do Brian was commenting, we do we are at my apartment
1: uh, and You've got the I have my future tree up. It uh, predicts uh, future holidays. It um, tells you uh, how drunk all the uncles are going to get. Just you should take a picture of that and post it on the uh, the Facebook page. People should see so they know what we're talking about. But yeah. if we and I think we talked about this tree last year on one of the podcasts. Yeah, it was the first year we had it up last year.
0: Um, and I w- I'll post t- pictures as soon as my wife gets home. I just wanted to wait for her to see. Everything. Look, and and,
1: and when I uh, what I like about it. Is if you are the type of person that is a type A, extremely anal, and likes everything perfect and in position, and not taking up a lot of space, and don't want to, don't like a lot of clutter, this is probably the tree you want in your house. Yeah. I mean, we're not really a tree, but I don't know what we would call it. Well, I mean, it's, 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 it's it's it's
0: like they're it, I mean, it's I've a Jetsony kind of thing. It, it's been seen on Shark Tank at this point. Um, it's. Uh, I
1: turned the music off, John. You didn't hear that because I'm the owner of headphones, but I just want you know, to No, I
0: could tell it was on because I could hear it
1: through your headphones. Oh, oh okay. Because you listen to Cause music I'm Because I'm, I'm older. Because yeah. <laughs> people you age have to I, crank it up. I, I will tell you, I was on the phone yesterday with a headset on, and I was having a conversation, and my oldest son was right next to me. And when I got the phone, I go, oh, you know, I was talking to this guy. He says, uh, you're really good at quarterback. He goes, I know. I could hear. I was like, okay, so you heard two old men talking really loud, and you heard...
0: Yeah, it was just funny. My dad used to give me me shit about listening to music too loud. He'd be like, you don't want to listen to music too loud. It's bad for your ears. And, like, understandable. And that's good advice. But I could stand at... uh, I could stand probably 20 feet outside of his bedroom, and if he had his Walkman on when I was younger, I could hear it. So I'm like, hey, your music is too loud. But, like, his concern was I was listening to, like, Slayer and Metallica, and like, and I was cranking that up, but I'm like, loud is loud. It, doesn't, ma- it doesn't, doesn't matter
1: what the guitar is doing. He'd already like lost his hearing at that point. That's why he yeah. was listening to his louder, so yeah. his was a little bit different. By the way, also going around and analyzing your house, and I don't think we've talked about this before, but you have a lot of really cool pictures. One of them is of Dolly Parton. The only reason I bring that up is I like to watch American Pickers. Oh. And you know you want know show that is it's
0: like on after American
1: uh, uh it's on after Antique Roadshow right I yeah I don't know it's I don't even, I think it's on um I don't even know what channel it's on History Channel Maybe, but it used I don't know. to be
0: it used to be uh it w- it started over in in England
1: mm-hmm. I don't know I mean it's just guys that go around and look for old stuff right yeah I've seen and, it one show they had like a Laurel and Hardy statue I've I've seen a couple of things on there yeah, yeah. they uh this is an older episode because I just watch them I just record them and watch them whenever but. Uh, they were finding stuff for Dollywood. Ooh. Right? For and it or from it? For it. They had hired them out to buy stuff for oh. one of their rides or whatever, and they met up with Dolly Parton, and wow, she had a lot of work. I had no idea how much work she's had done oh, on herself.
0: Oh, but, but she'll be the first one to tell you everything. No, I, I know yeah. that,
1: but it's just. But sometimes um, people get a – they just take it one step Too past far. what they should have done. Like, I used to I, – I, I, I remember – Hiking once at, at uh, um, awesome people looking mountain over by Eddie's Run, Running Canyon, Canyon yeah, <laughs> hot, Hottie hot, the Hottie Trail, and I remember going up, and there was this young kid with his mom who clearly had too much Beverly Hills plastic surgery, and I said that kid's gonna that kid is going to grow up one day and write a book called "Mommy, Why Are You Melting?" Because it was so <laughs> yeah. her face looked it was so yanked at some point. It's literally just being yanked. It's not. It's not. Yeah. You may be getting rid of the lines, but you're also <laughs> but yanking you're adding, yourself. You're adding this weird tightness yeah. that <laughs> looks like you can't, like your skull can't <laughs> stay.
0: And look, I mean, uh, I'm, I, everything I read about Dolly Parton, I follow her on everything she says on Twitter. <clears throat> I've seen we, me and Nicole saw her in concert like a couple of days before we got married in 2016 at the Hollywood Bowl. Everything that woman does though is like a ray of positivity.
1: Yeah, no, she's fine. She's, I just but no, but I'm just saying, like a lot of times I've you know I enjoyed people, her growing up. I she had a variety show, if I'm not mistaken, right, on TV. Was and jo- I, but that but the jokes
0: back then were about her plastic surgery. Yeah. So imagine that's we're talking the eighties, late eighties. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. when she was like how old is she? She's gotta be seventy close. Okay. I mean, you know, but but also like she's you know she's to me st- and i again i don't know her but she strikes me as the type of person who who uh, is a big believer in god and is very christian but also behaves as such meaning like no we shouldn't be tear gassing <laughs> immigrants and no you know what i mean she's not she's not like a right wing country Christian
1: she's like a person who actually cares about other people if that makes Are sense. Are you basing this off of a Twitter feed or something? What where is that coming from? I don't know where Twitter that is. Twitter
0: feed and then just seeing her in concert and the things she said in between her shows which were in her, between her songs which were like all very positive and very all inclusive and like she talked about how the lesbian g- gay community, you know, uh sings a lot of her songs and like she did a couple numbers like this is just for that like she she's just very inclusive. Mm-hmm. She's very inclusive. She She's just got a very, seemingly a very positive, uh, happy
1: attitude that includes the world. You got a little bit of time here. Just try to get along, man. Yeah, I, I Find agree. A way. I agree. And look, I'm not perfect. I get in fights all the time with people, you know, and, and stuff like that. Wait, like, what? Little, you get know, f- in oh. Not physical <laughs> I'm just saying, like sometimes yeah. you get snippy with people. Like yes, that's, that's also <laughs> part of human nature. But it your is. overall vibe every day should be: how can I get through this day just being a decent human being? And and given some circumstances, how can I take the high road and and just and just and and be a ray of sunshine every single day? And I know that sounds like a oh, whatever, you know kind of approach, but it's just like I'm just trying to simplify for just saying it's like we gotta get to a point where it's just like take a breath and even if you make a mistake, then just own up to it. Just try to just try to move it back into a positive direction, you know?
0: Yeah. And I think I mean that's that's why I like you know, that's why I like the holidays. Literally from, you know, October thirtieth. Uh, actually, I should say October twenty seventh through like January third is like the nicest, happiest time of the year, in my opinion. Like people are getting along better; they're like smiling. You know what I mean?
1: It's just everyone's like in a good mood. Yeah, you know that. I will say that's about the that's the one thing I think is good about the stores putting Christmas stuff out sooner and sooner and sooner. It's because it gets you in that mood quicker, yeah. right? I mean, initially you get upset because you are like, well, let's slow it down, but that's like a Get out of my lane, blah, 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 you know, anger for like 10 seconds. And then yeah. you're like, oh, but the holidays.
0: Yeah. Yay. I mean, yeah. Is it is it weird to hear Christmas music in September? Yeah, you bet it is. And you probably shouldn't. But, like, maybe they put up a couple displays. And well, like
1: Rocky Rococo's Pizza used to have Christmas in July.
0: But that was, like, as a as a... Like a theme for the month, right? Yeah. Did you yeah. ever
1: have Rocky Coco's Pizza? It does not exist anymore, correct? Ah, uh, no. It was that guy with the sunglasses? Was <laughs> the was the logo Tommy? Ba- or he basically was a Tommy Bahama yeah, guy. Yeah, he was. He was a little Tommy Bahama little ripoff. To- yeah, Tommy Bahama. But that was that was you just get those Midwest, little cardboard right? wedges. I think so. Yeah. I, I
0: mean, we if
1: we ate I've it, asked people, I don't think anybody from out here knows what the hell I'm talking mm-hmm. about. We've strayed like as a family. We've
0: strayed from like our our roots a couple times. Like, uh, remember Connie's Pizza? No. Well, Connie's Pizza was like this deep I dish Connie. place that came to the suburbs, and like we went and ate there, and we we're like, "Ooh, Connie's Pizza!" And the deep dish thing was good, but like I'm like, I like my square, thin crust. You know, I like tavern style pizza. That's what we eat. I think as you a like family. taverns, and then I, you just oh, like the pizza that goes there. Definitely like taverns, but like the idea that like
1: you know, pizza's thin crust, cut into squares. That's what I like. Think about how many bad decisions you make if. You're drinking at a tab, and you're like, I need some food, and they've got that little uh, warmer thing back there, and they're Ooh. either going to make me a pizza, or they're going to unwrap a, a cheeseburger, and they're going to toast. Or some pizza rolls. They're gonna, <laughs> but they're all, it, they, everything, it's only toaster oven accessible. Like, that's, sh- every decision you're making right there. Wow. is that of a college student. Right. No but, matter what the But age. you're drunk. Yeah. And if you don't put food in your body, <laughs> you could you could get even drunker. No, but the whole point of it, they're doing that to just get you to see you drinking drink more. Oh that's... yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Don't leave. Don't go home. Don't don't nurse this. F- put food on now top. Don't of go it. somewhere
1: else to go get food. Put food on top. I agree. I mean that it's was how to end this.
0: That's how Ash. Toaster like, oven this situation. The town tap in Warrenville is very we, they have a pizza place connected to it. So you're getting pizza out of an <laughs> oven there. But like there are places in Ashland that I've been that are, you know, you're getting like a Trinko sausage out of a jar, a pickled egg, and then, like, some sort of half-assed frozen pizza warmed up in a toaster oven that's been there since 1976, and it's just all weird and rusty, and you're like, yeah, this is fine, this will do.
1: But you're right, that was all college student eating. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just the progress of, like, when you look at your life, from a food standpoint, if you do like a food recap and and and, and, from and the like stuff from, from that you from when you were a kid, till yeah, now, to yeah, what you pounded down <laughs> oh, when you did it, what kind of stuff you just kept shoving down your poop hole?
0: Oh, dude, well, to first go of out all, the other
1: poop hole, it's just say, like, yeah.
0: dude, you ever eat steakums? Of course, dude, that was, and they're
1: fucking horrible, but well. I, but but for whatever reason, that banquet fried chickens. I mean, just, you know, hungry man meals. I, I remember flipping one of those over once, and the saturated fat was, I'm not, and I'm not making this up, I believe it was 147%. <laughs> that's, I don't even know how that's, that's, that's possible. It was
0: constantly like, ooh, this must be a diet food. <laughs> it's like, there's, n- there's not a block of cheese on top of it. Mm, this must be good for my bowels. But, yeah, man, just, just again. I just think it's funny Good to thing rack. thing I didn't
1: keep a food diary. I was going
0: to say, if you could rack up, because, like, Steakums, like, when I hear the word Steakums, if I see a box of them, if they exist? still I, I haven't seen them in a very long time. But it takes me immediately back to, like, a July or June night when I had baseball practice or a baseball game. And I had, before I left, I had to eat. And usually I played across the street. So my mom didn't have to like drive me anywhere. But it was like, you got to eat dinner before you go. And it was almost always Steakums before a baseball game. Like, the champion sandwich of athletes.
1: Yep, <laughs> it's just steak. So good, man. So good. Uh, one of the other things that, and, and it's not really a thing, but I remember that the spoiled kids that I grew up with always had, and I've been seeing it in the store a lot, especially around the holidays, is marshmallow fluff. They would oh, have yeah. marshmallow fluff and peanut butter sandwiches, and like that's what the what I always thought that the spoiled kids got because my really? mom was like, we don't do marshmallow fluff. Mar- was, marshmallow fluff was mom, very kind of white trashy. I don't. Well, my mom was like, "I want you guys to keep your teeth, so we're not going to exactly have sugar cereal, and we're not going to marshmallow fluff it up." And so I, you know, and I was no angry. Sugar, no sugar cereal. Well, no, we would get the the bags at the bottom on the bottom shelf. We would get the other the stuff. family style bags, and they and it and you were like, "Oh, there's sugar," and then you would eat it. And you're like, "And that sugar could not taste away the the, the grossness yeah, of it. It's, like it's it's cardboard sugar. Yay." Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. or I would
1: just get Rice Krispies, and I would just find where my mom hid the sugar in the and house and pour, just, just dude. dump. Basically, I drank sugar milk. Yeah, right. You just, oh, yeah. just put it was so a, much and, in and there. And if
0: you if you were fortunate enough to get like a Lucky Charm or something where the marshmallow changed the milk color, <laughs> you were like, ooh. But I remember like my mom didn't didn't like push sugar cereals and wasn't like really into us eating sugar cereals. And like the first time her and my dad went out of town and left me and my brother with my grandma, her her mom. You know, just woman drives up from Arkansas to watch her grandkids, and we're like, you know, maybe six, seven age. We go to the we go to the grocery store, and both me and my brother come up to the cart with like Count Chocula and Frankenberry, <laughs> and my grandma was like, "Is this? Is that?" are you guys really, like, allowed to eat that? And I was like, oh, pfft, yeah, my mom doesn't doesn't care. Like, just, li- just throwing garbage food. I remember eating cereal in a huge bowl for dinner that <laughs> night. Being, looking at my brother like, this would never happen if mom and dad were home.
1: <laughs> like, but it was, like, the greatest party we'd ever been to. Ah, uh, the manipulations of child. I still, to this day, I don't know why, I'll never forget this, but I think the first time I was allowed to stay home, when my parents went up north to the, our cabin, um, and I was allowed to stay home by myself. I no was like, brothers or sisters? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, I think, I think I'm gonna have scrambled eggs and hot dogs for breakfast. And this day, I thought that was the most amazing decision I had ever made what? to combine two. I know it sounds ridiculous. Now, no, but it at that it time, sounds delicious. It was. And I was so proud of myself. Did the hot dogs go in the eggs? I just threw them the top and just, you know. But you cut it up. No. It was just the point that I got to do that, <laughs> and there was no one questioning whole, it. I don't care. a whole hot dog on yeah. top of it. I mean, I gave up halfway through the process, but my point Lazy. was, like, yeah. I I had made a decision of something that would never have been made if I was not on my own. Oh, or if you tried not, to
0: make that decision in front of your parents, to be like, well, what the fuck is the like, matter we're with
1: we're not you? having, my mom's like, well, we're not having hot you dogs doing like, that. for breakfast. No. Put the hot dogs back. Put the hot dogs back. Brian, I don't want to tell you again. Put the hot dogs down. <laughs> Get out the liver sausage and shut oh, your mouth. Braunschweiger. Oh. My mom used to love She's like, no, no, more Braunschweiger. Oh. More liver. That's Braunschweiger and liver sausage. Basically. Oh. I think it was a brand called Braunschweiger. And that was my mom's. That was her go-to meal for us. Okay, oh, I made really? this for you guys for lunch. Slather, slather, slather. <laughs> and, it, and the thing about it, it was so thick, it, it just destroyed the bread. It would yeah, just the mush bread the become, bread down, uh, and yeah. you're just like... Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't well, sound good at all. I we guess we're just surviving at this point. Huh? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like you live in a bomb shelter. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I, I never had to eat liver sausage. I'm very thankful for that. And like, there were a couple things. I remember trying to tell my neighbor's dad that I was allergic to lima beans because I hated lima beans. <laughs> <laughs> and lima. And I the, haven't even heard that in like a, yeah, in three decades. But dude, they would. Jo- I felt like every meal, someone was trying to fucking shove lima beans down my throat. And like, <laughs> so I go, I go, yeah, I'm allergic to them. And they're like, oh. And then they were like, I don't know, John was was like, he's not allergic to lima beans. And then the next time, the guy, like, forced me, like, forced me to eat them. Like, the kind of abuse (coughs) that, like, if a a parent behaved that way around your kid today, you'd be like, hey, man, don't ever talk to my kid that way. Like, this guy was, like, so...
1: (laughs) mean
0: i was like yeah delicious a bowl of fucking lima beans do you
1: remember it was about 20 years ago the child celebration when they finally came out they're like you know what they don't have to eat liver there's other ways to get that pro-. and people were like there was like people were in just the like, streets yeah like thank and then God. people like us were like well that would have been helpful when we were growing yeah up. also like wait a minute i can't force my kids to do this now yeah <laughs> they don't get to have the same <laughs> it happened to me why can't it happen to them i used to dunk mine in water until i, I thought somehow or another i could like soak it to the point where it took all the gross flavor out of it it didn't Uh, and then i also just tainted my waters the whole thing was just a joke i can't yeah it really sounds like one of the grosser meals that's been described to me uh uh, the only other thing since we're recapping food diary memories um (laughs) speaking of the midwestern stuff was that there was a lot of Sara lee stores around by us and my mom used to stop by and get pound cake that was our big thing the frozen Pound, you could throw a bunch of pound cakes in the freezer and take them out and slice them up. And dude, pound cake's delicious. Haven't, I haven't had pound cake in a couple decades. I just I f- totally forgot about pound cake. Yeah, I, don't I really feel like it's like, it's like not a church really a basement type, uh, type of food, you know? But yeah, pound cakes, dude, there was... No one's saying, hey, I got a pound cake. Anybody want some pound cake? I haven't had anybody actually physically, or not physically. I haven't actually heard anybody say that in a long time. I mean,
0: I have because I listen to Van Halen and
1: they have a song called Pound Cake. No, no, (laughs) I'm talking about being offered pound cake. Do you have a pound cake in your freezer? No, no. Have you ever had a pound cake in your your adult life in the last... Ten to fifteen years. No. Have you have you gone out and went? Ooh, pound oh, cake.
0: Oh no, okay. no, 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 no. I mean, there. I might have been on set and someone was like, "Hey, here's some pound cake." Or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, what are they
1: bringing pound cake to set for? To get
0: away from their family. They're, like, we have I, people are Satan, man. Like, I'm I'm on a show. I'm on a, working on a movie right now where the like at least two people try to bring in like um, uh, sweets that their girlfriend or wife cooks, and they're all very like good. They're delicious. <laughs> like. Like this one I guy say like, you say it surprisingly. Well, no, but it's like it's annoying because I'm like, yes, that is a delicious peanut butter cookie. No, I don't need 12 of them. Like it just becomes harder and harder to like get away from that stuff. That's that's the only problem about the holidays is like people are like like Thanksgiving, I yeah. went to New York to go to my brother's house. My wife is working out there. I could see the kid, my mom flew out. But like I'm I was trying very hard to not overeat because when I go to New York, I tend to come back 10 pounds heavier. And feeling like shit, you know what I mean. And so I wasn't really drinking a lot of beers, and I wasn't really eating the same amount of food I would normally eat had I just kind of thrown caution to the wind and be like, whatever, it's Thanksgiving. So people were just like, oh, you're not gonna really like. I would go out to dinner with Nicole, and she'd be like, oh, that's what you're getting a salad. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting a salad because I don't want to eat like, you know, ten plates of ribs and then walk around with like that in my gut. So that it was just hard, you know. People want you to pig out. Food, yeah, dude. But no, I, I love it. I wish it was healthy to weigh three thousand pounds. You know.
1: Yeah, that sounds fun. Well, I'm just saying. What is it, it Wall E? Now, I, <laughs> have you seen that movie? Mm-mm. That's oh. where the people just get fat and jerk, you around in floating chairs, and they lose all their bone structure because all they do is just eat junk. Oh, really? It's kind of like a, you know, it's one of those ones to get a little bit of a message underneath there, kind of thing. What was the movie called? Wall E. Oh, one of those Pixar movies. Yeah. Oh, that That's was. A great a, movie. Oh,
0: that was what happened in that movie. Oh yeah, it's I thought it movie. was about like Johnny Number Five from Short Circuit.
1: Nah, that movie's more of a, that Wally has more of a 2001 Space Odyssey vibe to it. Really? The whole first part of it has more of a vibe like that to it. And then it kind of flips, you know, the storyline after about the second act. Oh.
0: That's pretty interesting. That's, that's a kid's movie that you found was yeah, okay to watch. Yeah, but you could watch,
1: as an adult, yeah. you could watch that movie and you wouldn't think, you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm watching a kid. You wouldn't feel like embarrassed sitting there watching it by yourself. Well, no, you would enjoy it. You would, like, there's no I'm saying for you, like you don't have kids, like, oh you right, could right, put it right, on right. and be like, Oh, interesting. Right. You know? But like, he's just crafted very well. Speaking of that, the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants passed away. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, it was he was only sick fifty for quite a while. I, I guess. guess he
0: was only fifty seven though, but that was the first that was one of the first cartoons where when it came out I knew people with kids. You know what I mean? That yeah. was like at a time SpongeBob's in my life.
1: SpongeBob's been around how long? Twenty years at least.
0: Um, I think I think ninety nine two thousand because I feel like it started right when I moved out here. Okay. And I I had you know friends with kids and stuff in back in Illinois and and that was the first cartoon they were like, yeah no I can watch SpongeBob is actually funny. It's got funny stuff. There's adult stuff in there that you don't because like th- there's a fine line. Like it's hard to watch when your kids are really really young and they're watching like Zoomy and it's like shapes and colors and you go insane you know but as they get a little bit older there is stuff like not the simpsons but in between the simpsons and umi zumi is like a spongebob square pants yeah where it's like everyone can kind of enjoy it as a family there's laughs in there for adults there's laughs in there for kids i mean they live in bikini bottom so it's like you you know kids are like yeah that's just the name
1: of the town and like as an adult you're like oh that's funny it's bikini you know it's just the uh, um uh is it tom Kenny? Is the voice of SpongeBob? SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah. so he has a band. Oh yeah, and that's the weird again. One of those weird things about living out here. So he, the preschool that my kids used to go to, they have like these like adult, but the kids are allowed there too. But like these uh like fundraiser events and stuff like that. And his band has played. Really? And he does the voice. And I always love the fact that kids just stand there and they're confused. Like, how is this guy doing the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants? Because they're like, you guys, it's SpongeBob SquarePants. And he comes out, of course, and it's just the voice. And they're like, that's not SpongeBob SquarePants. He's yeah. a sponge. SpongeBob is a sponge. It is. And now I'm really confused because I don't really understand it. And the thing is, is like that. I think that's got to be the, the, the hardest thing for... Being that type of, because that's a famous character, and you do the voice for it. But kids will never treat you like a rock star because you're not the person they identify the voice with. They
0: they'll they'll you're not the character.
1: They'll sooner treat a guy on Hollywood Boulevard dressed as SpongeBob (laughs) SquarePants as
0: better because he's got the costume on. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. It's like, but also that's like the. To me, that's like the perfect level of fame. Whereas, like,
1: absolutely, he's made the, a probably a boatload of money. Oh my
0: god, he's he's got the he's literally got leading actor money. Yeah, uh, on a TV show, and and yet Tom Kenny can go out in public, and very few because he was on Mister Show. Like Tom Kenny is funny. Like he's got chops, dude. That guy can improv and he can act and he's hilarious. Do you know what I mean? And would do just fine in like any romantic comedy and any right. kind of uh, movie you could put out now. But like. He can go out to the grocery store and very few people stop him and go, Oh my God, you're Tom Kenny. Like, I would go, Hey man, I'm a big fan, and I would keep walking, but like kids aren't mobbing him. No. Whereas if he went out with even like a, a half a SpongeBob outfit on, people would fucking be clawing at him, you know? <laughs> Well, it would be a little bit weird if he was... Uh, Half, just the, just the no pants
1: or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, just the underwear part of it. <laughs> Ned his, uh, Flanders.
0: Yeah. Hey, SpongeBob, no pants.
1: You, uh, uh, you took a little trip to the, uh, the East Coast. Yeah, went How to New York for Thanksgiving. For
0: it was great, man. It was great. Um, I remember Amy Hawthorne, she goes by Comedy Groupie on uh, Twitter, but uh, she's helping run the New York Comedy Club out there, and she got them basically doing so well that they opened a second location. And I was able to go to that location last time I was there and do a couple shows with like Judah Friedlander and uh, Mark Norman and a couple of the really, I mean, the the caliber of comedy out there is so good. <coughs> and it, it's just weird that I have to go to New York to feel like I'm being treated like a comedian, because that's exactly what it. You know, you're part of the show. You're you get paid. You do your thing. It's like they they were giving us 20 minute sets. So it was like it was, and the house was packed. So <coughs> it was really those shows, uh, especially were very very fun. And then. Chris Milhouse helps run Comedy Juice, and he got me a spot on their show the day after Thanksgiving, which was, again, also packed at the basement of uh, the Gotham Comedy Club, which is a fantastic club. But the New York Comedy Club, when I first started going out there, people were like, oh, don't waste your time. It's a garbage hole. And and I never went in there. Mm -hmm. And then Amy moved out there, and she started kind of helping them book it and kind of just, you know, I think she saw how clubs were run that, that, comics complained about and then she saw the way things were run that comics really liked and she went with the latter and like made a club that comics wanted to be at you know and that's the key if comics want to be there the audiences will want to be there so the just the spots i did last time i was there were great and then this new club it's it's fantastic so that was a lot of fun uh, my wife was working out there on a game show uh, at the time and so it was nice to be able to see her and and celebrate thanksgiving and and my brother's kid is like She's talking, man. She's going to be a guest on this show in no time. She's, <laughs> she's hilarious,
1: too. Well, does she do the business?
0: Because otherwise, we have nothing to talk right, to about. Right. That's a good or... point. Um, well, right now, she's a toy tester, oh, okay, uh, where she just smashes toys <laughs> and sees <laughs> if they break. <laughs>
1: show her this tree. Show her your future tree and see how that plays I out. Sho-
0: I showed it to her. I was FaceTiming with her the other day, and sh- she kind of like was mesmerized for about 3.5 seconds. But my fear would just be like a kid
1: grabbing one of these. That's exactly just... what they do. That's, th- that's yeah. the one thing I will say. That tree would never play in a house full of kids. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. you can't have it. No, because, I mean,
0: all all it is, like, literally, because this chain, you see this chain. This is, like, barely keeps sunglasses on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I could just yank the whole thing down if I wanted to. <laughs> but I really, I do really like the tree. I will post a picture of it. Um, you can get them. They're, they're expensive.
1: Are they? Yeah. So th- weird, we got, not, again, we well got plastic. ours from
0: Shark Tank, but, like. Like how expensive? Like we didn't pay for it. No, no. Oh, I didn't ask. But how, like how expensive? Hundreds. This is like a seven hundred dollar. Nope. and seen because I, I remember I posted a picture of it last year. Everyone. And someone, and someone was like, "Hey, man, I just looked that show. I just looked that tree up. It's like eight hundred bucks." And I was like, "Uh, yes. Yeah, so sorry."
1: You could make one, everybody, just so you know. You could make your own.
0: Well, you can. That, that's a that is a that is true. I I know it is. I just said it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah you can make your own i the i've watched a video of it, about it too and you know
1: of people trying to make their own yeah
0: and and of course you know those diy videos they're great they turn out awesome look at me i'm a craftsman But yeah. like you put an idiot like me give him a fucking knife and a big thing of plastic i would make a huge mess
1: i will say i've been successful in my last two youtube do-it-yourself videos somebody smashed the bumper on my jeep and it's um, whatever that's not, like, uh, pl- some sort of plastic. Yeah. I was able to, and I'm not a car guy at all. I learned how to take the bumper off, what what tools to use to expand it back out and fix it and put it back on. I was very proud of myself. Does it look, just without...
0: looks like the same?
1: Absolutely not, but oh. pretty close. <laughs> right, but not As good as it can. Not it's not smashed, smashed anymore. Yeah. You can't. You can't completely fix it. Okay. You, I got it. I got took pretty close, and it's a Jeep, so you know it. It's look a little rough. So you want
0: to like, give it some character, dude. Hey, I'm Brian. I'm a Jeep guy. Yeah, the only <laughs> character that is is, like,
1: is who hit you or yes, who did you hit? Someone like, into you, you back into somebody. Yeah, it What's doesn't. It doing? doesn't reek of adventure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're, you could say you're out mudding. <laughs> I was out romping.
1: Um, and then the other uh, thing that I learned how to do was um, how to remove uh, <laughs> um, security tags. Off of stuff when you get it home and you don't feel like going back, because sometimes they don't like. We bought a a a blanket, a Jaws blanket from Universal Studios. Yeah, got it all the way home, and the and the and the 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 security things were stuck. The, the plastic tag, and I don't know how we even got out of the store with that thing in there. And then I was like, I'm not driving all the way back because you have to pay to park there. Like, no, oh, yeah. no. For them going... to do their job, they should have done the first time. So I had to go online and find out how to do it. And you have to burn, you have to burn off a piece of it. Hopefully, not starting the whole fabric that you uh, you are trying wow. to get on, but I did it, and I was so proud of myself. And I get it all because you know you're, the the key is if you rip it, it's gonna the, the it, ink is gonna explode, right? Yeah. So you have to burn the, the top of it off, and then you can release the tab so that it doesn't it doesn't uh, hammer back down into Dude. the uh, um, into the ink. So I get the I get it done, and I am like, yes, I am a champ, and I unfold it. Another fucking one was on the inside of it. And, and then part of me is like, what? really? Two on a blanket? A fucking Jaws blanket. Like, yeah. how many Jaws blankets well, are being stolen? Probably a lot. Okay, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But First do, off, you, you have to pay a lot of money just to get into the buy the Jaws blanket. So <laughs> who's who's paying $20 to park to go steal it's a like Jaws the, blanket? The stealing luggage That's like from the airport. You're an idiot for a thief if you're paying to park to go steal stuff.
0: Yeah, no, you're not bright. But uh, <laughs> what? And you got the second one off
1: okay? I decided to do the same thing all over Did
0: again. you put a plastic bag over it just in case ink exploded everywhere, or no? The
1: only extra step that I did that they didn't show was I went and got duct tape, and I duct taped as much as I could around where the ink was well, and so separated it So if it did it from, blow out, it
0: wouldn't... It, it would wouldn't, minimize the damage. Yeah. yeah, okay. But
1: it would still have gotten all over the blanket. A little bit. Yeah. I was just so proud of my. It's just a simple thing. Yeah,
0: no, dude, but when you can do Celebrate that, and, it that, with and a again, cake. I will say that's my favorite thing about YouTube is that you can... Go online, and literally, there's a video for anything you're trying to do. And it, and it, it, whether no matter how complicated it is, no shit, there's a video of like how to raise a barn without power tools. Like, you can find that stuff online, whether or not you want to, you know, take the extra steps and do the go through the process. But like, at least you can figure it out if you have to. Yep, yeah, because I think I'm gonna, I, I lease my car, but I'm about to. Uh, i think just just
1: buy it not buy it outright but like you know pay it off eventually and not turn it back in well good that would yeah. be right about the time that's going to fall apart on you and start well no you a lot it's of a money. toyota 2016 this thing will run for another 10 years this but this guy up oh, market what time is it let's mark the date and time and we'll get back to this what oh, <laughs> in <right. laughs> okay. ten, 10 years from now we're yeah. like the car didn't make ten it 10 years from now
0: see i told you <laughs> episode 2000 <laughs> we're like guys we're talking about the thing we talked about at the end of 2018 uh what did you do for thanksgiving
1: uh we put our cat to sleep and oh. then we and then the we day? uh on the day. Yeah, oh, he got man. really sick in the middle of the night. And uh you know that's I gotta be, I gotta be honest with you, like it's uh the second time uh that I've gone through that process in in a year and and uh it I just really sure it's like animals it's part of the process, yeah, right? Like Boo it's went, like, went,
0: oh, not I feel like Boo went to About a year and a, a half year. ago.
1: Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So um and all the cats, same family, same types of disease, you know, same type of, pro- like, you know, genetics, same type of problems, et cetera, right? So, anyway, he, uh, uh, this, this specific cat went down pretty quick. And um, um, what, w- I, the hardest part, I think, is, uh, as a pet owner, um, is the difference between uh, that type of pet death and any other deaths that we face in our lives is the fact that you have to make the decision you have yeah. to end it. Yeah, they you're they, calling it. You're the henchman. And it's like having to get over that like that part of the process even yeah. though you know it's the right decision in the moment, it's yeah. a horrible fucking decision to know that you it's on you.
0: It's still your decision.
1: Yeah. It's on I mean, you. As 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 anybody who owns a pet understands as do vets. It's like, look, you have to help them because they can't help themselves at some point. So you have to make those decisions. But yeah, it's It's horrible. So anyway, yeah, we, uh, you know, we did that in the morning. Um, I thought we handled it pretty well. You know, we called the kids in. We, you know, we did the whole thing of like say goodbye. You know, give you know. Pet so a, pet you're, the yeah, cat. you tell
0: them what's going on.
1: You got you got to. You yeah, know, you, I you, agree. Listen, The old days in the 1970s, you'd be like, I don't know what happened to Mister Muffin Pants. I think the yeah. door got open and I think <clears throat> he, he must got, be gone. He he rode away on a unicorn. You guys know unicorns exist, right? That's normally what happens when and our now animals lives disappear. In a field
0: with other cats, yeah, and all they, they do
1: is play yeah. with a giant ball of yeah, yarn. Yeah, we don't live in the in the house <laughs> of lies. So you know, we went through that whole process, and then. I mean, to be honest with you, it's it also for us, um, it's just my wife and I and the two kids that I come from a huge family. It's a pretty quiet, the holidays are getting small and quiet now because most of my family has all moved away from this area. Yeah. And so it's just, we're just kind of just, it was just pretty chill. We didn't really do anything. They I mean, had football on in the background, but it wasn't any games that I was interested in. So just kind of laid around. And was yeah. Just lazy. It was fine. It was, you know, I mean, given what we had to start the day with, it was fine. Yeah. Know? Is going to be. Do you so you guys never traveled to Wisconsin for Thanksgiving or anything? Dude, we are done. The way with air travel and stuff like that, we are done traveling around the holidays. Oh and you yeah. Know, remember, I'm you know because you're taller. I'm six feet, and so is your wife, Natalie's Six foot. I'm six foot two. Yeah. These planes are not comfortable. You're usually red eye, and anyway, if you want to go somewhere, and we just like you know what, if we're going to travel, let's do it on non holiday related times. Let's make it a little just, more enjoyable. Yeah. I can I can travel. I, I've become very good at traveling by myself,
0: dude. I. I don't know how this happened. I well I mean I do know how it happened, but I was flying I had to move I had to come home two days before I was originally scheduled to come back because I started a job on the Monday after Thanksgiving. So I was flying out Sunday. So it was kinda hard. I've been with my niece for a week at that point and I hadn't seen my brother, you know, we'd been hanging out. So emotionally I was like, oh, I don't really wanna leave, you know, this is rough. So but I also wanted to be able to sh- make sure I slept on the plane because it was a later flight and I did I had to work in the morning. So I didn't want to be you know, super tired. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get drunk. I'm going to have a couple of vodka, orange juices, and then that way I'll be able to sleep on the plane pretty confidently. Well, I got, like, too drunk. And I remember leaving my brother's house, waving to them, like sort of almost crying, because I was like, oh, man, that kid, you know, she's going to be so much older the next time I see her. And they just, they change so much at that age. And then I get in the car and I took an Uber or a Lyft pool. So, I was splitting my costs with another rider. So, we go and we stop and we pick up this girl. I don't know her, whatever, but like I'm literally going to sleep in the car. You know, this guy's taking me to the airport, but I'm passing out in the car. And at one point, I, I kind of wake up and I think the girl next to me is Nicole. Uh oh. So, I like lift my hand like I'm about to put it on her knee. Yeah. And then I start to bring my hand down. And as I do, I look over and I'm like, that's not Nicole. Who is that? And I was like, but I couldn't. I was too drunk. I couldn't explain myself. So she's kind of like, what are you doing with your hand? And I'm like, halfway in the air, like I'm trying to high five somebody that's not there. And I'm <laughs> Bring like, it in. Bring it in. Let's go. Good and stuff, I just, everybody. I go. And I just go back to sleep. Dude, I got four or five emails from United that were telling me to get there early because it's the busiest travel day of the year. You know, it's LaGuardia. Like, just get there early. I don't remember the, the bag. I had to check a bag. The tag that I wrote out is gibberish. It says John and then pfft, squiggly lines <laughs> for the rest of it. And then I, got, I don't remember the security line. Like, I woke up on the plane going to Denver because I, I had a connecting flight in Denver. And then I got off the plane in Denver and was like, well, that wasn't so bad because <laughs> I don't remember any of it. It's like a Dave
1: Attell joke. You just black out, you wake <laughs> well, up. Time trail, out, well, time travel, yeah. He was
0: like, you've been, you, you're at McDonald's, you've been working there for five years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but that's true, man. I've, that's only the second time I've done that. Like, Don't really remember the security line and just remember like waking up on the plane like, uh, I hope this is the right plane. And I kept thinking, like, did I check my bag? Because the bag was full of Nicole's stuff that I was bringing back. So it was like, did I just walk away from a bag at the airport? Did I just leave a bag? Like, I panicked until I got to L.A. and the bag came off the thing. I was like, uh <laughs> huh, woo! But it was like, and then Denver, three-hour layover, and then I didn't get home till 3.30 in the morning. <clears throat> but... I felt rested the next day. I felt good. <laughs> but it was just crazy because I was like, so if that girl ever happens to listen to this podcast, whoever you are, Maybe you sold her on it. Maybe you sold her on the podcast. Yeah, Did she's like, one this of guy the...
1: looks like a picture I've seen online. Did you give her a show t-shirt or anything like that?
0: <laughs> I signed a napkin. <laughs> uh, why are you giving me your garbage? Don't
1: worry about it. Yeah, it's says it says Hollywood no, it's not podcast.
0: I or mean, or I, yeah, Like Google she's search. It. So glad I didn't. Touch her. Do you know what I mean? Just like, even on the off chance. Like, you know who's
1: more so glad about her. that? Her. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was
0: probably texting with her friend, like, you're never going to believe this psycho I'm in the car with. Man, that's probably the last time she'll take a lift pool. Mm-hmm. I, I like doing it when I'm by myself. I would never do it with Nicole because then it's it's just weird. But like, alone. Do I'll, you really save that much money by doing yeah, that? I you to five to ten bucks. Oh, okay. I mean, if you're... You know, but uh, you—it's
1: more. It takes t- longer to wherever you're going, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, technically, I took a pool coming back from the airport. We just dropped off. Or no, Eddie picked me up this time. But like, I have taken a pool back, and like, does know, Eddie have an app? Yeah, Eddie's got an app. It's called the only guy that'll pick me up and take me to the <laughs> airport, no matter what time That's it is. That's
1: a really long title. For Every an app
0: like Eddie, know. no matter what the favor Eddie asked me, I always have to do. it. He could be like, dude, I need you to help me bury a body. I'd be like, well, you've given me like 400 rides to the airport, so yeah, I have to bury a body for you. Like, I. Like no matter what, I would have to like help him <laughs> because he's like, I'm like, I landed at 3:30. He's like, Yeah, no problem. Like, okay. <laughs> it's a dude with a kid and a wife who's like, I'll be up. It doesn't matter. He's like, part insomniac anyway.
1: Let's bookmark that. Ten years from now, when John's Toyota still works and he has to move a body for Ed, <clears throat> and the trunk space. I mean, I guess it can't be a super huge obese body, but like, I'm not confident. a three thousand pound. Uh, uh, really enjoyed his uh, food diary, guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I could fit multiple like regular sized people probably <laughs> in my trunk. That's good. That's good. When you opened it, that's what you thought. You're like, you know, I could probably fit a couple. I bodies, always
0: say, I always say that when I'm at a dealership or something, I open the truck out. Ooh, you could fit a lot of bodies in here.
1: Worst um, dad joke I ever did when I was shopping, like that kind of thing. I was I remember I was with Tom Clark. When we were first moved out here. And I think we were I we were looking for couches or whatever, and and we were looking at um, uh, recliners or whatever for whatever. And the woman was like, "This one here has really good lumbar support." And I go, "Yeah, it's great, man. But does what? Is, how is its emotional support?" And just flatline. Oh, No, no, they didn't like that. There she was no high fiving. They didn't carry she, you out on their shoulder. She waited. She waited for you know everyone to just be like, "Are we good enough to move on now?" Because I'm <laughs> get not get it really... out. Get it out. Get it out. I'll have more things like this I, to say. At the time, I was just like, "Come on, everybody." <laughs> I'm lying, I'm funny Let's be fun together Emotional support, you guys, really, nothing And I think the whole ride home with Tom I was like, Tom, seriously, that was good Like I kept saying, I was like Like, You're really like, I'm going to put this in my act, (laughs) Tom I need your (laughs) approval And Tom's like, I don't give a shit Oh my god (laughs) Rule number 1 in doing stand up comedy never take a moment that you have to keep selling outside and try to put it into your act Dude, going, this and, is going to make unless you're great... telling a story about how shoving, ba- trying how to bad shove was, that moment yeah. down people's throats yeah, then, then yeah, lesson be learned. If you're doing a lesson be learned joke then that's different, but if you're trying to actually make a shit joke in the general population right. and become a great joke on stage, it, it is no. No, not what, at all. do
0: you guys what's uh do you guys watch uh a lot of holiday movies or
1: anything like that, you as a as a family unit. So it turns out we're on our last legs of TV anyway. So as soon as this yeah. football season oh is no. over, which it pretty much is because I'm a Packer fan, but oh it, as right. soon as it's over, over, we're done. We're we're going the route which I believe you already have gone. You've gone yes, over to you, the other side. You going that route will bone me. <laughs> so my point is, yeah, we're getting out. We're getting out of the game, and. Uh, My wife loves Hallmark cheesy Christmas movies. I personally don't. Oh, I mean, just for the sheer cheese of them. No offense. I work with all those people for years, and the people that make those movies behind the scenes, they're great and wonderful people. So I want to be clear, just in case Randy Pope, who runs all that (laughs) over at Hallmark, Randy, you do a great job. Okay. There's a chance Randy probably listens. But my point is that's not my speed, it's her speed. But what pisses her off is, and I didn't know this. We don't have the Hallmark channel on DirecTV. And I thought we had everything. Like, oh, I yeah. thought the, tea, the, the package we had had it. Huh. So then I went and tried to find the app, which I found the app, the Hallmark app, but you can't get their Christmas movies on the Hallmark app. So mm-hmm. it's like you kind of have to have Why the did Direct you get the TV. Hallmark channel if you're not getting the cheesy, shitty holiday movies? No, no, I thought we don't have the Hallmark channel. Yeah, you, you can only watch oh, the movies on uh, the, the DirecTV channel. The so she's a little bit pissed off at me that we've been paying all this money for DirecTV all these years. But she can't watch any And we don't even do. have. The Hallmark Channel, which I was like, why would we not ha- like? Of all the channels again, to keep away from you, why? Yeah. Why <laughs> exactly. that one? I can think of a lot of other ones that you can. Well, just like ones that you'd really want to pay for. Yeah. Like,
0: no, you can't have HBO for free. It's got all the shows yeah. you want to watch. You have right. to pay for that. But Hallmark should be like, please watch this yeah. channel. Yeah, like it shouldn't
1: be. Well, making so you pay extra. The answer is, my wife wants to watch them all. I, I, I got to be honest with you, dude. I don't. It's been a good 15 years. I don't I haven't had any interest in watching how growing up. I watched all the same holiday movies every single year sure. and I just can't get myself into it anymore. I don't know I don't know what it is. I don't know what happened to me well, that what I'm just about, not interested. What about like uh, even the Christmas story? Not I I can really? I, I just don't watch them anymore. Oh my god, I'll watch that movie 24 hours and I feel Straight. bad. I just it can it can be on, but I'm not going to sit down and watch it anymore. Oh, wow. I don't know what happened to me, but I'm not a, like it's a wonderful life. I grew up watching it all the time. <coughs> yeah, I love that movie. Like I just I can't I don't put them on anymore.
0: I've you know uh, this is this sucks because I lost a holiday movie that I used to really like, um, and I've made it was Nicole's it was the last movie Nicole's grandma ever saw before she passed away. But I made the whole family watch Fred Claus.
1: You like that? I did watch that. That's Dude, uh, I I um, liked
0: it when I when I saw it the first 80 times and I've seen it a bunch because <clears throat> I think it's a fu- I thought it was a funny movie but now Kevin Spacey is like the main guy. It's just hard It's hard to watch. You know what I mean? It's hard for me to to get behind and be like, I didn't think
1: about that. You know, one of my all-time favorite movies is Usual Suspects. And I haven't watched it in a long time. And I wonder if I ever pop it in, how I'm going to feel about that now. It's it's hard. I mean, just knowing what you know about that guy. Well, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. But because a lot of that was filmed at the Herald-Examiner, people over the years had come back to the Herald-Examiner that had worked on that film, oh, wow. and they used to tell myself and Baxter, who used to work for me, right, all the kind of shit that was going on. But you know, we, I think we talked about this before, you know when you hear all it's no offense, but when you hear people say that, that kind of stuff, what they're talking about, it's, it's you're like it's shocking. But it also, you're like, this, is this real? Is this hearsay? Yeah. Is this gossip? I didn't see this. How do I know this for is sure? Tr- this is you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Like, How am I supposed to react to this? Like, What am I supposed to do with this information? Like, You hear all that stuff, and you're like, okay, if you say that that's what, it, what was going on, yeah. I don't have any reason to not believe you, but like, what am I supposed but to also, do with that
0: information? I can't perpetuate that, because right now it's just a rumor. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to be a rumor spreader is 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 one thing. It's, it's not a good move. Uh, but then, like to try to warn people. <laughs>
1: is I think thing. if I was, it, I think if I was to go back and ask anybody in that movie, that I think you could go and get some, some, some probably some decent information would be probably Kevin Pollak. I think all the other. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Actors in that, you know, Benicio del Toro. It seems a little bit detached from. You know, yeah, the world. And uh, I've, I've spent enough time with Stephen Baldwin to know you don't want to ask Stephen Baldwin a lot of questions. Right. unless you, you have a lot of time on your hands. Right. So um, but uh, Kevin Pollack is a super nice guy. Yeah. Like, I could see him going, oh, yeah, let me tell you a few things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I know there was issues. They shut down usual suspects uh, for some stuff that Spacey was doing back then.
1: But like no one really knows the full story. Again, he exactly. he probably know. I I again, yes, there were some things that went on and we did I did hear some stuff and I'm not going to, you know, share the information cuz I don't know if it's exactly. true or not true. Yeah. But yeah, people that worked on it would come back and they would talk about that stuff. Sure. But anyway, that's it's that that kind of thing. It's like I don't how do you like do people still watch the Cosby show now? Like can you watch the Cosby show? Like do you have your DVDs at home and your Blu-rays of the Cosby series and can you still feel the same way about it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it's hard because, like, even Cosby's stand-up, the thing that, like, as a family, we we sat down and watched himself, like, even that stuff is hard for me to stomach now. You know what I mean? Just knowing what I know. Yeah. So it's, like, it's hard. Like, my brother still quotes a lot of Cosby just because it's so ingrained in the way he, like, we, we listen to those tapes and everything. You right. know what I mean? Like, that was uh, that was our guy. Like, we love that stand-up as kids, you know. So it was like it's just every time he quotes something, he goes, Oh, I probably shouldn't be saying that. Like yeah. it's like it's like now it's pref it's there's like, an it's, asterisk.
1: It's, it's this yeah, there's an asterisk. Exactly. It's like I I watched the special before I knew about him doing he's like <laughs> Well, dude, when I grew up, I was I was your typical kid that loved baseball and loved baseball history. With baseball, you get baseball is one of the few sports that really loves to share its history with you. Like a lot of they used to talk about that about a lot of their sports, like basketball and football. They're not as celebratory or really big into history the way baseball is, right? Yeah. And so if you really get into baseball as a kid, you get into baseball cards. You get into statistics. You get into baseball history. And I, I, I when as soon as I found out what a douchebag and what a racist Ty Cobb was, like if I oh. ever see anything about him, I'm like, yeah. I don't give a shit about fucking Ty Cobb. As far as I'm concerned, I'll take Pete Rose over Ty Cobb any, any day. day of the week. Any day. Because Ty Cobb's a piece of shit. Yep. Like, and so there's really and baseball doesn't go out of their way to celebrate Ty Cobb anymore but like no. whenever you hear like a record like when records come up well, when you still kind of see when his get
0: broken I'm like good. Yeah, good. Just
1: erase him. good, Just get rid of him. Yeah, and I know he
0: wasn't the only one either. Oh no. Know? I mean he look, it was the uh, the time was was much different but you're right. Ty Cobb was l- outspoken, Notorious. outspoken yeah. about his hatred and it was like well, dude, the he was one of those guys who didn't seem to be willing to evolve with the game. Like when when it became illegal to like spike second baseman in the knees with your metal <laughs> cleats because it was dangerous for the players, I'm sure he was like, "Pussy," yeah, you know what I mean. Like he One didn't want guys, any, yeah. didn't care about any of that shit. And and again, like everything that's been done about him just shows he's a he was a cantankerous, angry. Like, look, racist racist people aren't happy people. No, they're they're not. They're just not happy people. There's an anger in there that that is unexplainable. Uh, to them, in the sense that like it's brought on by other people and it's not their fault. Yeah. So, Ty Cobb wasn't a happy guy. Like no. anybody who's like overtly racist like that is not a
1: happy. They're not like, yeah, we're going to a picnic. Also, here are the list of people I hate. Like, well, anytime you live your life looking across from you and saying that person's wrecking the way I live my life, you're already you're already at way off base just to start with. Right. Yep. You're finding. Uh, other people you're finding faults in other people that uh, to try to somehow or another it's it's wrecking something of yours and it just doesn't make any sense there is truth in that in some respects depending on who the people are and what they're doing in that in that moment but when you're just all one race, or whatever, like everybody in that race, or everybody that's a police officer, just a blanket, or statement, blanket that's statement about a general anybody that's a politician, or anybody that's a fireman, or anybody that's a baseball player. They're all you know, what I mean, it's like anybody you who know, has a podcast, all, f- <laughs> all well, there is that's another one, yeah. Oh my god, oh, we're, we're another comic with a podcast. All, right. I mean, all the comics of podcasts are they're horrible. It's like, well, that's not true. <laughs> Ours is great Are all football <laughs> players Are pieces of shit You know right. what I mean It's like no I've been not. guilty of saying that But, but I know it's, a, it's, not, it's not, true. not Yeah it's like anything it's, it's too fucking easy
0: Yeah It's the easy way out To just blanket something
1: like that You know what I mean it One is. on it's ones like- man And again that's But my point is if you start there, that's what makes your day shit. Yep. Because you're going to step outside and you'll be like, that person is a little browner than me and I'm already upset today. Yeah. Even though that person has done nothing, nothing except be browner They're than me They're living their life
0: and doing their business and it's not affecting makes me. makes
1: no sense to me, but whatever. And I don't even want to go down that fucking path. It's no. Just...
0: But, but but yeah, I I I, I agree. It's, it's hard when, you, when somebody who you, like, you know, like a Cosby or like a Kevin, you've watched their movies. You've you know you you know Louis C.K. People watched his comedy and like really liked it. Now they have to like kind of. S- Did you see that thing on Twitter that somebody got kicked out of? Yes. Is it true or is that just a joke? I mean, she said I don't think it's a joke because there's like twelve point nine you know thousand <laughs> likes or whatever okay. on the thing. But yeah, she just said she,
1: just to reference, apparently she she said something she, like "Show us your dick" or
0: something she, like that. Her 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 thing on Twitter was like. Hi from your friend who was just kicked out of the comedy cellar for telling Louis C.K. to pull his dick out on stage, because again he was at
1: the cellar. Yeah. trying to get back into it. So
0: yeah, just interesting. Well,
1: the funny business of comedy world that we're in is they are um, they they have they are they they do lead towards um, forgiveness relatively quick.
0: Well. Uh, but I think most things lean towards to forgiveness if you are honest about it. Like, if you look at the baseball players who have been busted for steroids and then come out and gone, yep, I took steroids, they're back playing pretty quick, it's not that big of a deal, and it's kind of glossed over. Whereas, like, the people that used to lie, that had lied about it, they've, like, Rafael Palmero, I use that guy as an example every day, he was wagging his finger yeah. at judges and senators and all that, and then two weeks later... He tests positive again. He's out of baseball and he disappears. That guy was Hall of Fame before steroids guaranteed. You know what I mean? And then all that stuff to like add longevity to his career, get past a certain number. That kind of stuff came towards the end of it all. And I'm sure
1: deep down he probably regrets it. No, well, he regrets it, but you have to remember baseball at that time, you know, it was it was running rampant, and I think that the the was, culture was there was knowledge. people were Everybody just like, "Who cares? You got it, yeah, exactly." And this they're, they're like, the "And I think that's where his arrogance came from was that he knew that a lot more people than just him how could you be after doing just it. me? Like, why? Yeah, and yeah. I think that's where it comes from. But unfortunately, we we you know we um, live in a world where somebody there's always a fall guy, right? That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah, that's true. Uh oh.
0: Yanked out. I tried to.
1: I tried to lay down. I tried to do a Perry Como and take a nap during our. Uh, <laughs> what is it?
0: Pericomo takes naps. No, but his Perry shows. Como...
1: Oh my god! There's nobody knows who Perry Como is. But if you just like, lay, <laughs> he's like. He was like a a singer of my parents' era, and like he was so obviously by the time I knew who he was, he was extremely old, and I just remember him always singing, and he always looked like he was half asleep. <laughs> he always had like a yeah. nice comfortable sweater and a turtleneck on, and he would be he'd be singing. But I was like, "Does this guy need to? Does he want to lay down and finish this? Does you know what I mean? Because that's just how his vibe was, you know." It's funny. I was listening to uh, the, the speaking of Christmas music on the satellite. And there's already like two Christmas channels, and one of them like classic. And I was listening to a Dean Martin Christmas song, and I'm telling you. He sound, I never really paid attention, but he, he sounds like he's slurring his words. On he purpose. sounds like he's drunk. Yeah. It's hilarious. He sounds like he's just somebody's drunk uncle who just happens to have a good voice and is singing, but it's a little bit sauced.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that must have been something that happened early on. And then, from what I've read about Dean Martin, he was the guy that was like...
1: The fake alcohol Yeah, guy. I
0: mean, that's not a... Fu- I mean, he's not drinking straight whiskey every time you see that dude with a glass in his hand. It's apple juice. He had to perform. He yeah. had to be up on stage. But... People knew him from the roasts, from the from the inside look they got at those guys just hanging out. That's why those roasts were so great. Yeah. You felt like you were a, a friend of theirs watching them break each other's balls. Yeah. And and his thing was like you booze bag, you souse, you know, that's that what became his character. So then everyone just expected him to be, hi, I'm Gene Martin. Yeah. And a little bit of, you know, he sort of foster Brooks the whole thing. Yeah. If to get even older references. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um but like get out your Google machines, kids. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Going on in this but, one,
0: but it worked. You know what I mean. And like you said, he did have a good voice, and he did make it sound like he was just your weirdo uncle who couldn't hold down a job. But right. man, he could sing some Christmas carols because I was listening to him the other day too. I had Pandora Christmas Spike Jones Christmas yeah, on, yeah, yeah. and I like all that wacky like, you know, yeah, oh, the more the fun Christmas, stuff, yeah, hippopotamus team. and all that kind yeah. of crazy stuff, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Hip, 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 Christmas hippopotamus Hippo- or whatever. Yeah. 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 But, like, I, I, you know, that stuff is fun. But you're right. Dean Martin always sounded a little bit saucy. Yeah. Not, like, crazy, but, like, a little bit, like. And also, some people just sound like. Like, when you look at Jim Brewer, you assume that guy just walked out of a room that had, like, 50 bongs being passed around right. in it. But that's not the case with yeah. him. Do you know what I mean? He just looks like that. Yeah. Or some people just sound drunk, you know? It's it's
1: interesting and funny. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, that's who we got to get on the show. Joe Sib has never done our show. Oh, really? Yeah. You know Joe Sib? He does comedy now. Yeah, yeah. He used to be the lead singer in the band Wax. Yeah, I didn't, the punk I band didn't. wax. And he also, and um, yeah, he and I used to hang out for a while because he used to coach his kid in baseball. Oh, it's really? It's so funny. Like, uh, all of a sudden you get in these circuits and you just, like, just kind of just separate. I probably haven't talked to him probably in a good year, but um, he, uh, um, he was uh, going on on the road with uh, Brewer. Oh,
0: well, not this last, Brewer just opened for Metallica on his last tour. No, I'm
1: saying that, that that's yeah. when I last was communicating with him. Yeah. That's what he was starting to do. I feel like I've met Joe,
0: but I, I know the name. I know I know he does comedy. I always forget that he was the lead singer of a band, though.
1: That's a very interesting thing. So just punk rock, and then you know yeah. you, you, you see him now, and he's still got a little bit of that vibe. Yeah. But now he's a dad, and he's a little, he you know, he lives in Glendale. You know, it's like uh, he's a little bit more, you know, middle America now. Yeah. And, and uh you know he's he's funny. He's, I, I he actually put he I have a um I had never seen his comedy. He gave me uh an album cuz you know he also he still runs a record label. So he oh. was able to press his own his own album for him which was cool. That is cool. Was it funny? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah and it's
1: a, it's a great album. It's a cool looking album too. That's the beauty of being able to be in charge um, of that stuff. Actual LP? Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. I just like threw one of those see-through ones. Remember like when that Ooh, was the thing? Yeah. yeah. Like a, a different th- color, like...
0: They still, I mean, the different color thing, I just toured, a, I was in uh, Cleveland uh, earlier this year, and I toured a my friend's record pressing factory, basically, and they showed me, like, records are, they all start, like, this crumbly stuff that gets pressed into a, like, when when they do the colors, it's all these chips, and it gets pressed in, and then the grooves get put in, but it's like, it's, it's a really funky process, and the, and the records are putting out, like, I know Dan Cummins had one kind of done like that, that's uh, different colors and it's almost tie dye and there some
1: of them are see through and you can do patterns and it's a very it's a very interesting. I gotta be honest, with you, I don't fucking get it. Like you look at an album and you're like, how, who f- who figured this out? Oh, how how you, did you, you how the how, the how noise did you get the information the, into dude. this piece of plastic? Like dude, and you know vinyl. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but, in, but in your in, well, when you're a kid, you go, this to me is just a piece of plastic. Yeah. That's got some etching on it, and it sounds exactly like yeah. what happened in the real world. Like you're like, who who did this? Yeah. Like how did they even get th- that whole like how did they even get to that point? Just is mind boggling to me.
0: Well, that just think the thing the fact that anything gets invented right and that,
1: that there are can openers that there are you know imagine it, it, your mind though
0: right like somebody's mind had to be like huh, I like this music I'm hearing I want to be able to take it with me to put to it on something this. play it
1: later without the musicians there. So yeah. what I need to do is put it into this horn, and it will etch what the horn hears into this thing. Like, what? Yeah. Like, the first... <laughs> but, like, what?
0: But imagine being a musician back before before records were invented, and the first thing is someone's like, we should try to record... No, music is played live. Guys, I got a record deal. And, and what know, is a record? But you would, like... You know, people <laughs> are just resistant to change. Like, Burt Reynolds in uh, Boogie Nights is like, I, I shoot all my porno on film, and then he had to go and eventually shoot... VHS. Do you know what I mean? He had to shoot video because that's what, be what the business became right. and it became less expensive and you could produce more. Like like there was probably musicians who were like record the music that doesn't make any
1: sense we want to play it we it's live we're alive we play live guys we're musicians. if we do this and we just start handing people, they're never going to want to see us live again it's gonna kill our they're, it's gonna kill our alcoholism and, our, and our, our lack of being around our families dude, for the next 15 20 years But
0: th- that's what the record companies freaked out on the Grateful Dead they were like people are recording your concerts and they were like well we're not gonna stop them and they were like no one's gonna buy your albums and they were like well our albums aren't that great and it was like what ha- by doing that they essentially became one of the biggest touring bands in the world because, yeah, maybe their albums don't sell that well, but the concerts tickets, I mean, dude, they were the, they were like the number one touring band for like 15 years in Rolling Stone. It was like they just toured, and all they wanted to do was play. They were all just musicians, songwriters. They were having a good time, or that was the, the goal of the band, you know? Yeah. But by, by letting people record and not really giving a shit about their studio albums, they've solidified themselves as one of the greatest touring bands of in the history of music. Yeah. So it's just, a, it's just an interesting way, because some people will be like, no, you have to do it this way. Otherwise, people won't notice this thing. And you're like, nah, i do it this way. People will get it. Or they won't, you know, not to be too
1: uh, direct. TV. That's going away <coughs> and apparently hurting you. TV? Direct TV. Oh, well. Sorry, dude.
0: That's OK. I'll
1: uh, have to go with my brother's stuff and get the East Coast feed. <laughs> Of everything, <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm just gonna go. Everybody that I've been talking to now, it's like, ah, oh, I just got Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu, and uh, and then you know, I just pick and choose what other stuff I want to subscribe to, whether it's HBO Now or or whatever. The right. other apps yeah yeah yeah. Are like, that, it doesn't. Yeah. It just doesn't matter anymore.
0: No, you don't need you don't need Directv. You, you'll you won't miss a thing.
1: Yeah, I think that's the, the fear, right? If you get rid of it, you feel like, uh oh. What's if gonna anyf- happen? If anything, you just become more select on what you do watch, and you just you manage your time. I already better. am. That's the problem. Then you're I'm gonna so, do fine. I barely watch anything as it is. Yeah, that's fine. Then you know I what mean. I watch a lot of? My fucking eyelids when I turn on the television. So I'm not really quite sure why I'm, I'm paying a lot of money. <laughs> that's what I did for my last night. eyelids. I'm, like, well, I'm gonna watch New Simpsons. <laughs> And then I grabbed someone's leg, and I don't know where I was, so <laughs> no, I wasn't I was in at my car house I on anymore. my way to LaGuardia <laughs> Airport. <laughs> but I did have my brand-new futuristic Christmas tree wrapped
0: around me. Also, I would like to say I got a text from United letting me know I had a gate change four days after I got home.
1: Oh. <laughs> so are that go- was helpful. So what are you going to do with that information?
0: I guess go back to the airport and retake the flight. <laughs>
1: Just because you can? Just because they told me I should. Well, you know, what, we'll, uh, uh, I I got nothing else. I think this is. Uh, I mean, I don't really have any other. Unless you have any other questions, thoughts, concerns.
0: Um, no, I just wanted to. You know, I'm I'm glad we could get together and put out an episode before uh, the holidays get too much. I am I am currently working. I have a fitting today f- to play a nudist in an internet commercial. Oh, so congrats. you can look for that coming soon. No, or not, or try not to Good look warning. at it. I love uh, it. I have a fitting to play a nudist. I'm like, "What are you fitting me with?" And they're like, "Well, a, a dance a belt n- and a some penis. others. new a new penis. <laughs> well, we saw what you're working with and
1: frankly, it's offensive." Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> are you allowed to talk about the other thing you're working on?
0: Um, not too much. It's a movie. They're doing reshoots in LA. Okay. Um, they are, you know, originally shot the whole thing uh out east and they're doing the rest of it here and they have a uh, a couple of major celebrities who And what have are you doing on it? I'm producing. Okay. I'm just pro- I'm just helping field produce the reshoots. So uh we'll be like, you know, location scouting and then figuring it out and then we shoot next week and the week after and then I'm done on the 23rd. So uh Nicole gets back on the 15th. I'm done working on the 23rd probably hit up Crawford's for Christmas Eve, um, and then just kind of chill, you know? And we can do, we'll be back with this show uh, after Christmas and in between, before New Year's, with a recap,
1: a year recap. And Mm -hmm. my brother and his family are going to be here. So I know you want to get on the podcast. He's not going to want to do a podcast, but you reminded me we can have a drunken reunion between my brother Joe and you. Well, first of all, if I drank that much now, I would probably die, I don't think he drank as much as I think he you know was I think if I remember correctly for him what what boned him not eating was uh that and the and the fact that he had never hung around comedians. After a show, and people buy shots, and they're like, you oh, have this shot. And if yeah. you don't drink shots, Oof. and you're like, Fine. I mean, look, it doesn't take more than two. No, if you one don't or drink two shots. is all you need if you're drinking beers. And, and if you're not a drinker in general, like if you're just like, no. I don't not you're not pounding them down all the time anyway. No. Um, yeah, he got sick quick, and as, as did you. Well, and basically, I didn't get I, sick no, the ran, next day. Yeah, but I was basically running an ER that weekend. Of, <laughs> yeah. of her, um, your parents helped you, yeah. your parents fed me. Uh no, but uh he'll be here and maybe what we'll do is we'll have a little get together. That would be awesome. Well, you guys can come on over, we'll have a you know, we'll have a little warm meal night. You know, yeah, and we can all
0: recap. Recap of how how drunk we got five years ago, <laughs> ten years ago. a,
1: a gazillion years God, ago. It feels it seemed, like forever, yeah, man. Yeah. But um But you know what makes it feel like it was just yesterday? Watching that video of you throwing, throwing up your... God, we gotta get that back up. <laughs> 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 well, that's how you know it's not edited. <laughs>
0: Legit, because you couldn't make that noise in uh, in an in, uh, avid. Uh,
1: <laughs> what was happening to your throat? Is that what was thing happening was to God? my body, uh, dude? It <laughs> was the worst day. So disgusting. But I just love how I love it when people get hungover and they puke and they try to blame the food or the restaurant. Yeah, that's what I did too. I was like, oh, there's the eggs. It's the... like, no, it was you. It had nothing to do with the restaurant. Yeah, so if I didn't food. drink it all the
0: night before and still ate that food, I probably would have not thrown up. <laughs>
1: Somebody once like was like trying to blame like a Shamrock Shake. You're like, or 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 maybe it Jameson. was all the Jameson before <laughs> the Shamrock Shake was the reason why you puked up the Shamrock Shake.
0: Shamrock Shake should be though. They should come out St. Patrick's Day, Halloween, Christmas, and New Year's. Those should be the days that they serve them. I would love a Shamrock I don't Shake. Know if they, do do they, they do it anymore.
1: They do. They oh, do yeah. still do.
0: Okay. Oh yeah. You get yours. I try to get one once a year. I'll, you'll be surprised how many you go to and they're like, our our shake machine is down like they haven't had that many orders for shakes in forever, so everything just breaks down. But, uh, yeah, we just wanted to do this to say uh, happy holidays to the listeners. And,
1: uh, yeah, Dean Martin is
0: here. That's all I was doing with my Dean Martin impression when I was throwing up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's beginning
0: to look a lot <laughs>
1: It does sound like fraggle rock is happening in my throat. <laughs> Good point. It, well, the, the, the sound of it is like, what's coming out of there? Like, just, like, is that a full hamburger that just came out of your... Aliens. La- 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 Aliens were coming that out It comes a- up... <laughs> <that. laughs> the lesser stuff, that's the scrabble. like. things <laughs>
0: Well, watch all the holiday movies. Despite what Brian says, watch all the Hallmark movies because they're ridiculously hilarious. Don't do what I do. Do what oh, I say. Oh, also, I'm gonna push because I thought it was so good. The Gauntlet, the new, the new Mystery Science Theater season with uh, Jonah Ray, Hampton Yaut, and uh, Baron Vaughn. Dude, The Mac and Me is probably the f- one of the funniest things I've seen since Manos, Hands of Fate. Like, if you guys like Mystery Science Theater. Netflix has two of the the new the last two seasons, like the Bring Back when they've got Jonah in there. It, they're so funny. They're so they're so well done, and the the humor is modern now. They'll talk about cell phones and computers and the internet and websites, and it's just hilarious. So I, if you're not doing anything this holiday season, I recommend binging the shit out of that. Uh, also, Narcos, uh, Mexico has a buddy of mine, Lenny Jacobson, in it. So. Uh, that's a, a worthwhile watch as well. So uh, if you're looking for something to watch, I recommend Narcos Mexico and Mystery Science Theater. No one asked, but <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my takeaway. And then watch The Christmas Story. It's on 24 Hours TBS, baby.
1: Watch whatever makes you happy.
0: That's a good point. Watch whatever makes you happy. If you want to watch Slayer videos about prison breaks, go crazy. Uh, and then Gary Holt, the guitarist for Slayer right now, who took over for Jeff Hanneman, is stepping away from the band. To go uh, be with his father, who's in his last kind of days of life, and uh, he won't be back with the band until March. But that will be when when I go see them shortly after that. But they got a guy from the Bay Area stepping in. So if you are going to see Slayer in Europe, <laughs> just know Gary Holt won't be there, but it's still going to be an awesome show. Who are you recapping with right now? What are you? Know. Are you going? Are you going listener know. by listener? I
1: think I'm just recapping
0: for myself the things I'm into. Uh, also, Dead and Company for, Rand- the summer for Randy.
1: Tour. Randy specifically. Randy, um, uh, here's information about Slayer. For <laughs> Randy, you
0: like Slayer. Here's yeah. this is for you. This is for my mom. She's a huge Slayer fan. She was going to go, but now that Gary Holt's not going to be there, she might sit out. Uh, yeah, that's all I got, guys. It was a quick one, but we uh, wanted to say happy holidays. Yeah. Be nice to each other. Stay warm. Stay dry. Stay cool. Stay frosty. Uh, just stay. Just stay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks. <laughs>